Would it even be an episode of Rough Draft without technical difficulties? Probably not. Today, I'm recording from New York, and Delaney and I finally get to talk about my reading with the medium, and a mysterious music box, among other things. Thank you guys for listening and connecting with us this way. Um, If you have some stories to tell, we would love to hear them soon. As always, I'm Melissa Marsh, and this is Rough Draft. Hello. Hi. (laughs) How do you do? I'm good. Just getting all set up. I'm good. Everything's good. (laughs) Perfect. That's what I like to hear. Yes. (laughs) What are you drinking? Um, Same as last time, I'm drinking uh, key lime kombucha, a ginger (laughs) lemon hot tea, (laughs) and a water. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I've decided I'm getting an espresso machine for my house. <laughs> that's that's what I've decided. Of all um, the years I've known you, I'm surprised you haven't gotten one sooner. <laughs> well, for most of that time, don't forget that I was working somewhere that had an espresso machine, so I didn't need one. Right, you're right. But now, now it's been like a solid year since I've worked somewhere with coffee. Mm. So I think it's just time. Yes, it is time. <laughs> we're, we're in New York um, visiting Tyler's mom, and she has, like, a little espresso machine, like, little Nespresso, and it's actually mm-hmm. really good. And the yeah. espresso comes out, like, foamy and delicious, like, the way that it should. And I was like, I could do this. This is, this is easy. Yeah, that's, that's what we use at Nantucket's for espresso. It's good. It really is yeah. good. I, yeah. I had never really used them before. I was like, eh, I don't know, whatever. No, and they I'm don't impressed. use they don't use plastic pods, which the K cups are terrible. Like if anyone's uh-huh. out there and uses K cups, um, stop. <laughs> yeah, they're really bad. <laughs> they're really bad for the environment, <laughs> and also the coffee's not good. <laughs> no, something about K cup coffee gives me a really, really bad upset stomach. Like immediately, I assume because mm-hmm. it's like probably more toward instant coffee, which is just Correct. really hard to digest. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but those are um they're aluminum pods. Yep. And then when it brews, it it pulls all the espresso out that way. So and you can re- you can recycle them, which is good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Double whammy. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, now, I think I think that's what I'm going to do when I get home. I'm going to order one. <laughs> now are you going to do uh, an espresso or are you going to get like a full bean? kind of espresso breakdown machine um in a perfect world i want like i want a full-on machine but i don't have the kitchen space for it and i mean like like an italian cafe (laughs) (laughs) like let's put 50 pounds of beans in this top thing and then just make espresso all day got it that would that would be a dream I would like a machine that, like, you hand tamp. You know, like, you grind the espresso yourself in a grinder. And oh, you yeah, yeah, Because if you have the whole setup, it's not that big. It doesn't take that much time. It's super easy. But mm-hmm. I don't have – I do not have space like that in my kitchen. And we, we're in a rental. Like, we've been there. This is our third year. I don't know how much longer we're going to be there. You right. Know? So, like, ideally, I might just get, like, the Nespresso makes a little one. Like, mm-hmm. it's called a Pixie. Uh, all yeah, i drink yeah. is shots of espresso anyway so yeah. like right now i'm drinking four shots on ice there you go 
Like I'm not gonna drink like the lot. Why are you copying like me? <laughs> uh, Why okay. are you copying my order? <laughs> <laughs> so if I could do that for a little bit, it's like a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, it's perfect. You know, and then I'm not spending four dollars plus a day to buy coffee at mm-hmm. a coffee shop. That's right. So how's New York? Um, we are in like we're on Long Island, and it's been so hot yeah <laughs> painfully hot today is beautiful though i'm sitting outside it's beautiful yeah um it's i mean it's quiet we're not really going anywhere because you know we don't want to get corona yeah so you're quarantine you you mentioned this last week you're quarantining with yep. uh tyler's family yep and we got tested right that's good. So that we could safely see each other without, you know, worrying about killing anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. good. It's been good. Um, yeah, how was your week awesome. at the restaurant? Good. Um, still busy. Still really I don't understand why it is as busy as it is. Because we are <laughs> trying to be as safe as possible. And at the same time, it's just like. We're getting crushed on carry out. And yeah. Like, but also like Shani, there's a lot of people dining in. And really? same doing Nantucket's. Like we're doing we're doing over a hundred dinners, 120 dinners a night at Nantucket's, at least. And then on like weekends, like Saturday I did two hundred we did two hundred. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> at sixty percent capacity. Like oh we were crushing gosh. it. <laughs> I mean for business, it's great for you, you know? I right. Mean, it's, but it makes me so nervous. I know. <laughs> like, I know. It's, it's, it's that really fine line that we have. Like, <clears throat> with my situation and my dad, if I didn't have to take care of my dad and help with his, make sure he's taken care of with health bills and things like that, I, right. I really don't want to work. Yeah. Like, I really would not want to work, but I have to. And I have to make sure my 75 employees are taken care of and right. they're safe too, right. which I mean, we had, we had an incident like a couple weeks ago where like none of our employees were infected, but like people they live with were in restaurants that were being tested. Right. So we were like, we're like, all right, you're going to, you guys are going to stay home for like three, four days. Everyone's getting tested. And if you're negative, you can come back to work. And that was that was our like safety protocol. And everyone came back negative. It's fine, but like everyone got really mad. The the like three that we told to stay home got really mad about it. And we're like, look, we're trying to be safe, and we don't want to run the risk of infecting seventy five people just because you're selfish and you want to work. Right. I'll gladly pay your unemployment, <laughs> and like I'll gladly pay for that. Just you can't come to work, right. and that's it's more of a safety issue. You know, now, granted, we we've taken care of it and everything's fine now, but like like a week ago, we we're just like, well, you guys got stat. You can't you can't come in. Well, look at the <laughs> the businesses that are closing in Ocean City because their staff is infected, and I, right. you know part of that is the capacity. Like they're not operating at sixty percent. They have you know we've mm-hmm. talked about this before, but you know. I just keep asking myself and like other people, 
we know that at least part of the problem is that like some people aren't taking it seriously in the fact that like they never thought it was real they never thought it was a big deal and so like that category of people aside i really am starting to think that like most people who are like relaxing are doing so because no one they know is directly affected and it's right. just been so long that they're like, oh, well, like so far, nothing bad has happened. So we can just relax a little bit. Yeah. But without realizing that like nothing bad has happened because, oh, I don't know. You haven't been around anyone for three months. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. But now, so, that, yeah. but now that people who are are coming here. Right. Yeah. Like we've had. We've had issues with customers from like Ohio and Michigan and things like that and and they would come in and they're like oh we don't have to wear masks in our state we're like this is delaware we you are required especially in our business because it's a private business and if you don't want to wear a mask then you can go the fuck somewhere else (laughs) you know it's crazy melissa melissa oh Oh, I think we lost her. Hold on. Oh man. It only took eight minutes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, oh, it's awesome. So good. The ghosts in the machine are tired of hearing about COVID. They are. They are t- they are tired. My FBI agent is like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> stop talking about COVID. <laughs> um, right as I was losing you, um, so we're in kind of like a unique situation here at Tyler's house. So he's working this week too. He's working from home. He works from home anyway now. So he's working. Right. His mom is also working. Um, okay. Well, what does she do? So she's retired, but she is she works for New York Power Authority. So okay. she has kind of come out of partial retirement or partially come out of retirement to like do some work for them um, for a little while. Um, like mm-hmm. for a couple of months. So she's on a meeting and Tyler had a meeting. So then I came outside to the front porch and she just came outside for a minute. Like, I guess she has a break in her meeting and she saw me like sitting here recording and she just brought me a footstool. She was like, do you want this? <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's so nice. Aww. And I love her so much. <laughs> That's precious. She's wonderful. Um, but it, on this trip, I decided that like either, we have to start a new segment that we should do in like little one-offs like just 10 or 15 minutes where she just tells a story she has like 500 stories and they are all it's not just oh like these are great stories like they're fucking hilarious nice um just it's too much like i it's she's incredible hilarious and like some of her stories are just mind-blowing you're like that didn't really happen but it did (laughs) she she fits right in so that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, I want to come. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were sitting outside yesterday and just talking about like 
stuff that happened when she was like growing up and when she first started her job and just it just it's unbelievable it's unbelievable and then tyler's sister came over to social distance visit in the yard last night and she was telling us some stories also about like um her mom because she has a different mom and like she was telling us like just oh my god we were rolling like i i awesome feel like how other people feel when they talk to us you know and and they go mm-hmm. that didn't really happen to you like weird stuff like that actually happens to you all the time like we talk about this you know all the time on the show and whatever no i mm-hmm. felt like that i felt like the person on the other side going are you kidding me wait are you ki- <laughs> you're serious like are you kidding me it's amazing so i am um gonna try to have them both at least do one episode but i really would like to just randomly on a saturday like have tyler and i call his mom and just be like okay tell us the story real quick and just record it and like put it out on the weekend oh <laughs> okay it's so good it's so good nice. and i don't know that i could coordinate a time with her during the week to record every week but if we just i'm just gonna bank them in the library and just attach oh, them to cool. episodes i mean it's just and she like like I said, we're in New York, like Long Island. So she's got like the stereotypical accent. And she, oh my God, I just mm-hmm. love her so much. <laughs> it's oh, so, Long it's, Island. Oh, oh, Long Island. It's, yeah. it's good. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so I went to a medium. Yes. We want to, we're going to, so we, we can finally talk about it un- unless technology was like, stop talking about it. If that but happens let's, again, let's dive in. I'm going to have to like have another session with. Beth Ann and yeah. be like, what happened? What, who am I making angry? Like, what is sabotaging me? Right. Um, <laughs> so let's let's dive in. Let's talk so, about. Let's talk. Let's about talk it. about your experience um, again. Again. So <laughs> again. <laughs> I had a reading which I had never right. had before, and mm-hmm. we did it over Zoom, which was yeah. cool, you know, because COVID and. So we get on and we're on Zoom and she shows me this notebook before we start. And she's like, I just want to tell you, like, as I was meditating, getting ready for this session, like, I just had a very strong presence here, like, talking to me. Um, So these are the notes that I wrote down before we start. Like, I just want you to know. I was like, okay. And I don't know. Have you ever had a reading with a medium? Like, officially? Not officially. So I never had either. So my experiences were all probably similar to yours where, like, somebody would like say oh I just needed to tell you this or like oh I had this dream about you or oh I had this inkling about you and that's like one thing this is like different yeah like my is with like quote unquote mediums is like someone's got a deck of tarot or tarot whatever whatever the pronunciation is or like I don't know if you guys know this my ex-wife's a Reiki master so like I did not know that. Yeah, so I'm very, I I'm very like into Reiki and uh, energy healing and things like that. But that's also that comes from my side of the family, which yeah. yeah. So and there's like for me, like I always have experiences with ghosts and other worldly right. things, right? <laughs> well, so like I've been reading tarot for probably the last four or five years, like. Semi-regularly. Someone has still not given me a deck yet. (laughs) Like, that's what I want all the time. And I'm just like, I can't buy it for myself. No, you can't. You can't can't buy a tarot deck because it invalidates the cards. (laughs) I know. I might have one that I might have to gift to you because it was gifted to me, but it's not mine for sure. 
Okay. So I have to, oh, maybe I'll meditate on that. Okay. <laughs> it's been looking for a home for a long time. Mm. Um, so this is like different. I guess there's, so I asked Angela about this because she went to a place in Florida that's like famous for being like a spiritual something or other. Right. Um, I have to get, I have to get her on the show to like talk about it, but it was like, a whole thing where you went to have like a reading with this medium and like they went to just to see what it was like. Um, but I guess from that she had read, cause they have like signs everywhere and like all this literature. There's a lot of like language that's used pretty consistently if you are an actual like labeled medium. So like mm-hmm. anytime they talk about like how I say like, Oh, well like, I don't know if it's God or the universe or whatever that like voice, they call that spirit like capital S got it and they so there's like yeah when you're like in spirit or like meditating like so that's kind of like the terminology but it, if you're like at all spiritual it's pretty easy to pick up on so she mm-hmm. was just talking to me kind of like there is a presence here like that i feel is like here for you but i'm just gonna go ahead and like kind of tell you what i'm getting and then you can say like yes or no and then we'll just like move on from there and that turned into like me not having to say anything because she was so like it's this it's this it's this it's this it's this and then she stopped and she was like i'm i'm giving you a lot of like certainty and i don't typically do that i usually look for confirmation but i don't feel like i need to but i feel like it's polite if i ask you like if you and i was like no you're completely on it So basically it came down to the fact that like we were speaking to my grandmother, which I was not surprised at all. There were two people that like after all of the like signs that I had had and like the last episode that we recorded before I went to talk to her and everything that had happened, I was like, listen, somebody this persistent could be one of two people. And I'm 99% sure like if it's anyone, it's my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And she nailed it. She was like, I feel like this could be your grandmother. I feel like it's your mother's mother. I feel like this. I feel like that. Um, I feel like when she died, like, it was very – she wasn't sick for a long time, but it wasn't an accident, but it was kind of quick. But, you know, I'm really getting the impression from her that she's kind of saying, like, I didn't talk about it when I was alive, and I'm not going to talk about it now either. And, like, right then was when I knew, like, for sure. Like, there was just this way of speaking that she, like, took on that – like, this woman is someone that I know. So I know how she speaks. She has a little bit of an accent, you know, like – she has a certain like use of language that is not similar to like how my grandmother spoke. My grandmother's from Boston, very different. Um, and you know, she just, I just knew I was like, definitely that's her. And so she said to me, like, um, I'm really happy that you and your sister have gotten so close and mm-hmm. you know we when my grandmother was alive my sister and i were not close um and she was like you yeah. know i'm i'm just happy that you guys have gotten close um she said i really see all of the hard work that you're doing like keep doing it and so the significance of that for me was like you know i didn't go into this reading looking for somebody to be like proud of me or to like i didn't i just feel like life feels crazy right now and i feel like i'm doing a lot of things take a lot of steps making like making a lot happen and I feel like I'm hitting a brick wall because now COVID and all of this stuff and everything's up in the air and so like that right. was really reassuring to be like 
oh, okay, maybe I'm kind of like on some sort of path that I can't see. I keep saying like, I feel it. I just don't see it. I'm really struggling with this. Um, But, you know, so for her to say like, you know, she sees the work that you're doing and she sees how hard you're working. That's not something that I share with a lot of people either. Because I think when you see a medium, there's a lot of skepticism. There should be a lot of skepticism. You should be skeptical. Um, You know, I would caution anyone who goes through this process from like rearranging your whole life just because of something that a medium tells you someone over that has crossed over to the other side is like telling you to do, but right. You know, <laughs> Always err on the side of caution you know, in and these that, situations. And that's not really what I was looking for either. I wasn't looking for like, what do I do next? What's my life plan? You know, I just wanted to like kind of touch <laughs> that voice that had been like touching out to me and going like, Hey, Hey. And I was like, okay, what, though, right. what? And so, um, Talking to the other side is not an exact science. Right, right. Well, and that was one of the things that made me trust her too. She said that. She goes, you know, there's not like a way to control this. So like if I'm getting a communication from a spirit on the other side, like I can't promise that it's for you. I feel like it is because I'm meditating on you and like trying to channel somebody who is already reaching out to you. So She's like, if I'm giving you information that doesn't sound right, say no. And we're going to tell that spirit to like, move on. That's not the person for you. Or I'll tell Mm -hmm. whoever is trying to talk to you to like, come closer. And so all of that's really interesting because it's foreign to me. But her saying like, oh, I feel like your grandmother's saying like, I didn't talk about being sick while I was alive and I'm not talking about it now either. That's kind of how it happened, you know, when she was alive she acted fine and normal and nobody knew that she was sick and I was pregnant with Bella at the time and she kept telling me like hurry up and have this baby we're on borrowed time and I was like you're being ridiculous you know when Bella was two weeks old she came to my house and did my dishes and my laundry and like sat with me held the baby so I could take a nap um because I was recovering from a c-section and Bella was jaundiced and it just it was really hard in the beginning you know and right. Absolutely. She was with me. And then the next week she was in the hospital and she just that was it. Like they did scans. She had cancer all over her entire body. So she had probably been feeling bad for a while. Right. She just never said anything about it. Um, and to kind of suggest like this was her way. Like I didn't want to talk about it when I was alive. And there was a reason. And the reason is still the same. I don't want to talk to you about it. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, she's stubborn. And also, it doesn't, it didn't matter then to her. And it didn't matter now. And she was not the kind of person that would want someone, like, fawning over her, like, taking care of her. Like, she never wanted to be, like, a burden to her family. Like, she was mentally sharp her whole life. She just had a lot of, I think, pride in that way. Like, she just stubborn. Really, really stubborn. Mm -hmm. So that was funny. And I, you know, and she mentioned some things about my mom that just kind of made me feel like it was definitely her and um beth ann when she was like doing the reading said she helped raise you she, like she had a hand in raising you not a question and i didn't answer and she goes she's saying to me i did good and like just that phrase is something she used to say to me all the time so that was cool and then um I guess the big, like the biggest thing for me that like, this is where I really got emotional um, because it was, I mean, it's a short reading and it was just like, I don't know. I didn't have expectations going in. So I, 
I just wanted to know if like she could channel this person who mattered to me and I felt like it was her it sounded like her but then at the end she goes you know I always like to ask whatever spirit that I'm talking to for some sort of affirmation so that you know you can walk away knowing like yes this is who I thought it was this is my person right. and I can feel, you know, affirmed. And she goes, because you should be skeptical, which I also thought was amazing for her to say, because I don't think that that's like always typical, you mm-hmm. know? And she goes, so, you know, I asked her like, what is something that I can give to Melissa to like, let her know that it's definitely you like um, a, an event or something you used to do together or something somewhere you used to go or something that was just very special to the two of you specifically. And she goes, it's really funny because sometimes when I ask that I get like a recipe or like an event shows, but when I, I started to feel that. And then I got a very strong pushback that like, it wasn't something you cooked together. Like she was very clear that like she cooked for mm-hmm. you and she goes, I was asking her, like, what the food was, like, what what it was so that I could give this image to you or whatever. And she goes, and then I kept seeing a pie. And so, like, my <laughs> skeptical instinct is to be like, yeah, of course, everybody's grandmother bakes pie. But, like, my grandmother did not bake pie ever. And she's like, but then it was very strange because it wasn't a fruit pie. And I kept wanting to tell you, like, I don't know, it's like a chicken pot pie. She goes, but it's not. It's not mm-hmm. chicken. It's not, like, pot pie. And I was like, what? Wait. And she goes, yeah, it's like, it's like not a chicken pot pie. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I was like, it's meat. And she laughed. She was like, yeah. I was like, it's just a meat pie. Like it's the Mm -hmm. weirdest, like nobody that I know has ever had it really. Um, My grandmother made it. (laughs) It's, it's like ground beef and like shredded pork that cooks forever in gravy with onions in a pie crust that's it yeah and like every birthday like when she was like what do you want for your birthday dinner that was always it that was always it that's always what I wanted her to make it was my favorite food for my whole entire life I haven't had it since she died my mom doesn't make it um my cousin Mm. does make it but she lives in Massachusetts Hmm. like we just we haven't that's the one thing probably of all of the recipes that my grandmother ever like shared with us that we've never replicated so that was it for me like I started crying I was like (laughs) because because that that to me made it feel like really real and you know I was joking I was like you know I don't usually get you know signals for myself from the other side that feel this particular like it's one thing to have like an intuition and follow it or like right you know but I have been saying for like a year you know I don't I don't usually I've never really seen ghosts but I've never really talked to people on the other side but and I keep Mm -hmm. having this like experience where like I'm experiencing my grandmother and I keep going I'm just remembering her or I'm just missing her well turns out no she's been like knocking on the door trying to like basically hang out with me and I'm like that's not her (laughs) no thanks so it was very it was very cool um it was very cool it was very legitimate like (laughs) yeah totally totally interesting experience unlike anything I've ever had and I highly recommend it and like I think that Bethann is incredible and I also think you know she does grief counseling work and I think that definitely something like this 
can be super beneficial in that kind of situation. Right. Like, I don't know. It's weird. No, no, I totally get it. And as someone who's like super sensitive to this kind of thing, like yeah. it's a great way to kind of heal. I think so. Yeah. Like I, there are areas around here I can't go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can't go near the apartment where my brother was murdered. Like, there's so much energy there. It, like, I would probably break down. Yeah. If I went there. Like, it, yep. it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, okay, well, how much do you want to heal and how much do you want to accept certain things? Right. But also at the same time, like, what is good for your mental health when it comes to grief like what are right. those five stages of grief right so and and loss so it's it's one of those things where you have to really play each situation by ear mm-hmm. when when it comes to these certain things because i don't think that this it, kind of thing is necessarily beneficial for everyone at all times like i don't right. think that i would have benefited from this as much immediately after losing her because we were so close Mm-hmm. as i do now because right. it was too fresh like i think that being able to like hear someone speak to me in her voice or like in her mannerism when i ha- was like still so frustrated at her not being like bodily present would have been just mm-hmm. more painful right that's but now it yeah. feels a little different because i feel like you know it's been eight years and I feel like it's coming to a place where like I have experienced her spirit Mm -hmm. in a way that I didn't even know that I believed in until now oh your child's eight years old I know I know she's almost (laughs) nine she'll be nine in November like I I am still 26 and she's nine so I don't know (laughs) because I had her when I was 26 and I'm still 26 so I'm gonna be 26 forever (laughs) I'm just making up time laws now. <laughs> can't do that. Watch me. <laughs> All right, Doctor Strange. <laughs> I can't help it. Like, I just, no thank you. You know, I am, I'm weird in that way. Like, most people are like, you know, yeah, like, appreciate life. But then, like, afterwards, like, either, either you believe in an afterlife and you're very excited to, like, get there eventually. Or mm-hmm. you hate life and you're like, ah, fuck it. Like just gotta live until you die and i'm like i literally if if i knew i could become immortal i would do it and so like we've had this conversation like tyler and i and angela and i and they both have asked me like what if everyone that you know and love like will eventually die and i go yeah i would still live forever and they were (laughs) like that's so fucked up i'm like but but yeah i was like but I like living. That's some that's some vampire. That's some I vampire would shit. I love to be a vampire in a heartbeat. And I have threatened Angela. I said, "Listen, like I know that you <laughs> don't want to be a vampire, but on you if I wind up becoming a vampire. And I hope that through eternity you can forgive me because God I God damn don't, it, we're gonna be creatures of the night. I don't want to live forever <laughs> if I don't have to. And um, yeah, I will one hundred percent turn you against your will." 
She's the moral compass of our relationship. It is not me. Like I most (laughs) of the time you're the anarchist. I most of the time function on the side of like ultimate good. Like I really care about like being good, but like no, I no. There's a point for me where I'm like I don't care about being good more than I care about having you with me eternally as a vampire. Right. You will forgive me if we're together eternally. I will convince you that it was totally real (laughs) situation that's going to happen. Listen to me. (laughs) Let's just examine 2020 for a second. Let's look at the fact that even though COVID is like the number one thing in the news, and then now also this terrible child trafficking situation that is like. Not new news, but like bigger news. All of this is like right. major and super important. Tell me why, for the first time ever, just the government is going. Here's some uh, unclassified documents about spaceships. Here's some unclassified well, they're, they're documents. To just, they're trying about, to distract us. Right, here's some <laughs> That's unclassified documents about how uh, we believe that we're living in like a hologram. Um, here's some information about how it might be possible to encounter non-corporeal entities. Uh, we've mm-hmm. totally studied this governmentally and I'm like this is what I've been waiting for I'm just waiting yeah. for them to be like vampires are real <laughs> aliens mm-hmm. are here like I, Where's, I I'm ready the fox the fox molder in me is just like all right let's fucking go we got aliens yeah, I, <laughs> we got UFOs I am re-watching X-Files I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast or not but from you the, haven't from but the that's beginning awesome. because oh I've my god it, like I've watched it throughout like i started mm-hmm. watching it pretty regularly when i first went to college um i used to watch it in my dorm it, if i saw it start at like 10 it was on till two in the morning and i was not turning it off like i've watched so much but never like in order so and Tyler right never in chronological order he's never seen it at all so i was oh. watching it it's on hulu and we're watching it so we started watching it he's in love with it and he of the two of us is more like a scully in the terms where i'm ready to be like it could be aliens. It could be completely something you've never accepted as possible. And he's not mm-hmm. going like it definitely is. He's like, yeah, but it could like we should examine the possibility of it being extraterrestrial. We should examine the possibility of it being some sort of thing we can't explain. And right. that's me, a hundred percent. I'm like, no, it could be. Yeah, why not? Why not? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. So then I have, so then because I said this before, I'm willing to believe the possibility of almost anything. I want to believe. I really do. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, yeah, okay, um, I'll take it. Right. I'll take possibilities. That's fine. Yes. But then if you're willing to accept those possibilities, you have to have some sort of plan for what you would do in that situation. You know? Exactly. Like, you can't just walk into discovering there are aliens and not know how you feel about it. You can't just walk into discovering, like, becoming a vampire is a possibility and not knowing how you feel about it. There are repercussions. Yeah. Man, you got to think about it. Yeah, so exactly. I'm, that's why that's why I'm prepared for everything. In front of Bella and she was like, "Would you turn me into a vampire?" I said, "Not until you're a grown-up." <laughs> she was like, "Okay, good because I do not want to be a kid forever." And I was like, "This moment of raising a child is everything that I wanted in being a parent. This is exactly oh how I wanted it to be." That's amazing. Oh. That was wonderful. It makes up for all the times where I say something to her like, "Oh, I love you so much." And she's like, I I'm like you're only eight. Like you shouldn't be rolling your eyes. I love you too. Yet you should be. Yeah. I love you, you too, mom. 
You have three more years until <laughs> the the preteen. No way. <laughs> it's already happening. It's too, it's, she's like, I want a phone. I'm like, no. <laughs> not giving you, you don't go anywhere without me. What do you need a phone for? But her right. friend, who's a year older than her, does have a phone. Uh, and like, you should scold that parent. And I was like, <laughs> texting with her mom. She was like, yeah, I gave. It is my old phone. And I was like, great. So then mm-hmm. her daughter was texting her the other night. She screenshotted it to me, basically telling her she's, like, desperate to see Bella. And I was like, <laughs> I can get Bella, like, iMessage and just let her text Isabel. That would be fine. They love each other. They can't see each other because of COVID. But I'm right. just not ready for Bella to have access to, like, people or the internet in that way. Like, she's smart yeah, and mature, no. but, like, I do not trust other people. Like, Yeah, I don't trust other people either. You know, I just... <laughs> I do, not. Like, I do not. Absolutely not. Can't do it. It's why my fa- it. <laughs> It's why my Facebook profile has been Mega Man for like nine years. <laughs> like, like putting my picture up on Facebook. I'm just like, I don't think we should fucking do this. I don't, for me personally, like, I don't care as much. Like, I'm pretty public on social media, but I also don't yeah. share anything that's super like close to the chest. Like, I do share pictures of Bella. Uh, and as she's getting older, I'm starting to feel like, okay, I probably should figure out a way to like limit who has access to these pictures because she's getting older. But I do that for like Mm -hmm. Mike's family, because even though they don't talk to me at all, um, I'm still friends with all of them on Facebook and he's not seeing Bella and, you know, because of COVID and whatever. And, you know, so I know he's not giving them pictures of her videos of her so i leave that stuff for them and sometimes i send it directly to them but you know we might just have to figure out another system because she's almost nine and like i don't want just tons of pictures of her just publicly on the internet right yeah no it's it's a safety issue yeah it just (laughs) makes me feel icky yeah and and that's hard to explain to a child it's like we get you want to see your friends but also it's like yeah, but there's creepy people out there. <laughs> and yeah. You, yes. You like don't she, want your picture of your child. Like, yeah. 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 She plays Minecraft and on like the okay. Switch. And I'm like super, she's like, you know, there are ways that you can play online with other people. And I was like, no. <laughs> and she's frustrated because she doesn't understand. I'm like, listen, I'm going to explain to you the best way that I can because you're eight. Some people are creeps. Yeah. Like most of the people that you know and all of the adults and kids that I like let be in your life are safe. But they're safe because I have vetted them. Like I know who they are and I <laughs> let you around who I choose to let you around. I said, but exactly. not every kid and not every grown up is good or nice. Mm-hmm. Some of them are mean. Some of them are bullies. Some of them are violent. Some of them yes. will kidnap you. And then I say that and she like gets this horrific look on her face. And I'm like, I'm not going to let anyone kidnap you. But I'm also not going to let you have access to the internet and somebody who could trick you into thinking they're a kid and figure out where you live and then come kidnap you. Right. You know, <laughs> I try to be as honest with her as possible without, you know, giving her nightmares. Yes. That's a delicate balance. <laughs> <laughs> be afraid of people, but not too afraid of people. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. You're going to give her a switchblade, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so you think you just guy. dodged the question <laughs> tyler's a knife guy he's like an edc like everyday carry kind of he has like a copper flashlight he has a yeah. he has like two bench maids and like 
I don't know. And I have a CRKT and I have some other knife that I just bought for myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I never carry mine because I usually wear shorts that don't have pockets because most women's clothes do not have pockets, especially yep, not to carry a knife because why, we don't want you to arm yourselves. Right. Us. Why would you be safe? <laughs> so we were at. Um, no, I always have my knives on me. Yeah, he like, always has at least, at least one. If not two. I have, like it's always it's always in my backpack yep. at work. Like I have a set of throwing knives and um a <laughs> it's basically a police baton. Yeah. <laughs> On me all the time. <laughs> yep. I had a self-defense keychain and mace. And I wound up giving Does them your self-defense keychain look like a cat? Yeah, I did have one of those. Somebody gave it to me. I know who gave it to you. Who gave it to me? Laura. She did. <laughs> well, let me tell you how this happened. I totally forgot that. So I never, I never used it, um, thankfully. I never had to use it. But when I was yeah. managing the coffee shop on campus at the college, I had a student who was walking to work at 6 in the morning when it was still dark. Right. In the winter. And mm-hmm. twice had someone like yell at her out the window. And I was like, Right. I'm gonna give you this. <laughs> Please carry it on your keys. Um and yeah. So then she walked with it like in her knuckles, which is sad. That's sad that that even has to be a thing. I know it but, is, but I mean yep. it's a lot of young women need some sort of protection and most don't want to carry a gun, but you need something. Yeah. Because guys are creeps. You know, like I, I'm <laughs> men are fucking creepy. <laughs> I'm scrappy and I'm strong, but I'm only five three. Like there there's yeah. a point where like someone taller than me is better equipped, like just in sheer size. Like Yeah. You know? So I try to carry a knife in my purse all the time. And yeah, I definitely will let Bella carry a knife when she's old enough and responsible enough to do that, you know, right. because it's only good if you can manage it responsibly, right? <laughs> just like a gun or anything else. But yeah, I also had a pepper spray that I wound up giving to another one of my students who had been like chased down the street by Jesus. a car full of guys. Yeah, <laughs> trash, trash people, yeah. trash. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I know. Yeah, but then how do you argue? How like how do you show a good example to young men and women growing up when like then you have politicians like harassing female politicians in public? You mean on the Capitol steps? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then that fuck fuckwit is like. I, I have a wife and daughters. <laughs> listen. Fuck yourself, sir. Listen to me. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> I listened to her speech about how, like, he doesn't have to apologize to me, and having a wife and daughters does not make you nonviolent. And I was like, oh my God. I, listen, yeah. I, I don't care. She's my hero. I wish that she was yeah, she's awesome. for president. She should be president. I don't care. She's people think she's nuts because she's honest and aggressive. She, she's scrappy. Good. She's she yeah. Good. Oh, I just I love yeah. her. I just love her. Yeah, I love she's her. awesome. Oh. 
So that made me super happy. I was like, listen, this hurts this man. And I hope it hurts this man because that's trash. You can't, you can't, yeah. there are, that's like so common in any structure where like you have men in power who mm-hmm. feel that women are less which is not every man in power, but like, that's the structure. And then do you know how many times I've heard a man try to degrade a woman by just calling her a bitch or a slut? Yep. Just, just because that's like, that's the go-to. Yeah. It's no, <laughs> no, thank you. No. Yeah. Men are gross. Put it out there. Not all men are gross. Some of my favorite people are men. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, but you know, there aren't many mm-hmm. men like you. <laughs> uh, I know. So I don't I, know I'm, what that means. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like for me being at work when I'm trying to hire somebody, I'm like, okay, let's see if this person is a good person. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's always rough. It's just, it's hard. And I don't know. I just feel like the more that I see on Facebook and the more, like social media is just really, it brings out poison. the true colors though of people. Yeah. I don't know. I've learned a lot. <laughs> like about I said, people I've, poison. I've, I've, I've muted a lot. Yeah. I've muted and blocked a lot of my parents' friends who are like, oh yeah, you're going to the restaurant. I'm like, don't, don't fucking don't don't do it don't Um, bring your fucking racist ass bullshit to me sir i had to meet someone on facebook this morning because they're oh we're bringing back the snooze term (laughs) it lets you now it lets you snooze a person for 30 days oh because and i think it has to do with like the fact that like there's so much political stuff and like COVID stuff and it changes so much that you can like take a break with some- from someone without unfollowing right. them entirely. But I snoozed someone this morning who like, I really do like, but they have really become, I don't know. I don't know how it happens. I don't know if it's like willing ignorance, if it's blindness, if it's fear, but I mm-hmm. am watching these people kind of adopt this mentality that liberals exclusively Mm. are out to get doctors who are claiming to have the cure for COVID. And it's frustrating to me because like, there's that video that's going around from (laughs) this doctor doctor (laughs) who um, says that she has cured COVID, but there have been no like real scientific tests, which like, whatever, if this drug, which they've been talking about since the beginning is helpful slash helpful in conjunction with steroids, which to be clear, steroids have already proven as like one of the only effective courses of treatment for COVID symptoms. So like Mm -hmm. the steroids are definitely helping um, in some cases, but nobody wants to be like, okay, First of all, if you think that you can cure a brand new virus with a drug within six to nine months, you're psycho. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. It's not that easy. Yeah. It's more complicated than that. And so, but they're now it's being reduced to like these simple memes that they're like, you know, Mm -hmm. we wanted this, but not like that. We wanted to hear from a person of color, but not like that. Basically saying that people are like, 
dismissing this doctor um but nobody is talking about the fact that she's also a pastor and that her religious beliefs are insane Mm-hmm. We have talked mm-hmm. before on the podcast about like my time spent in like an evangelical Christian environment, which was extreme yeah. to some people. Like Tyler is Catholic, <clears throat> it's extreme to him. And even people who are like less, I would say, traditional than like Catholicism is, think that mm-hmm. the time that I spent in the church that I spent in was extreme because it was. It was. It wasn't the most I remember. extreme, but it was extreme. <laughs> Um, you know, it was it was extreme. We're talking like regular altar calls, speaking in tongues, like yep, a lot of things, like a lot of things that I was exposed to that became very normalized for me through that time. And even through that lens, like even if I pretended I still believed all of that 110%, this is still crazy. She believes that demons can get you pregnant in your sleep. Yep. And that if you have a it's miscarriage, cool. <laughs> if you have a miscarriage, it's because you were pregnant by a demon. Uh, that's, I that's take the only personal offense to this. First of all, and second, <laughs> there, you couldn't pay me enough to entrust my body to someone that believes that because even if you have medical training, if that's your belief structure, that means that the way that you interpret my ailments has something to do with morality and righteousness and sin yeah. and and not the Hippocratic oath, right? And that makes me feel threatened. <laughs> Which you signed the Hippocratic oath when you became a fucking medical doctor, right? And also, <laughs> as someone who like I had a miscarriage, but I was also married and like not living in sin, so ha- I still was impregnated by a demon. Mm-hmm. How? Yep. It snuck in. It just (laughs) just snuck in. Just snuck in. (laughs) And I'm watching like people who I respect and care for buy into this, and I have to keep telling myself they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid. They are afraid. They want anything that will give them their life back. Anything that will give them their normalcy back. But come on, we've got to do better than this. Yeah, we've got to do better than this. Yeah. A lot of these people are also anti-vaxxers. How can you be an anti-vaxxer but then be pro a malaria medication that we don't know that even works for COVID and also pro a doctor who believes that demons can get you pregnant without consent? Mm -hmm. It's not like demons get you pregnant because you're living in sin. It's because, like, surprise. No one is safe. I don't understand. (laughs) You just gotta let the Lord into your heart and you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i fucking hate people (laughs) even delaney even if even if okay pretend we believe that way if that's Mm -hmm. true then why are christians also getting sick right (laughs) like if you're gonna have the belief even if other people think it's stupid and crazy you have to have some like logical flow like especially if you're a christian like one of the things that christians say to kind of like strengthen their faith is that god doesn't contradict himself or the bible doesn't contradict itself which isn't that's a that's a terrible way to look at it um (laughs) 
but like oh uh, I just I'm stuck I'm stuck here and I'm struggling <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't understand I don't understand and um nobody can explain it oh yeah that's that's the that's the thing it's like this is a realm of unknown yeah and you and I, we're not scientists. Right. We're not virologists. We're not doctors. Right. But I would like to trust people who have done years and years of medical virus research yep. to figure this out. Yep. I do not want to trust somebody who has a financial stake in a malaria drug. Like, right. They're, Correct. They're, there is a difference. Listen. <laughs> Obviously, there's there's a business end of it. I almost wound up in a Facebook conversation, debate, whatever yesterday, and I You I, were gonna fight somebody. I decided oh, no, you're gonna fight to somebody. Because okay, so <laughs> one of my ex-boyfriends, um, who we're still friendly, like we dated in high school, like senior year of high school, like we dated for a very short period of time. And mm-hmm. it was fine. Like, we still get along. He's married. Like, we're friends on Facebook. We don't ever see each other, but sometimes we have, like, commented on each other's stuff on Facebook. And that's about the extent of our relationship. But I still respect for him. And, like, I feel like he's... <laughs> Until yesterday. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So he is... We met in the church. And I would say he's still right. very devout. Um, he went to like a Christian university, but he also has a master's degree in like literature. He's educated. Okay. Um, and he's arguably still relatively conservative, but some of his like political beliefs or like social justice beliefs are what I think some people would say are liberal. I think they're just normal, like human rights. You know, I have a lot of friends who are. What are those? Right. I have a lot of friends who are conservative who believe like Black Lives Matter, who believe that like humans matter, especially. And those are the kinds of Christians that like I go, you believe your faith and you believe like what Christ models for you in the Bible and try your best to act it out. And I believe that about him. And I still have a lot of respect for him that way. So he put a post up about this drug and how he was like, you know, I'm not saying that it couldn't work ever. I'm just saying like, there is not scientific evidence here about this woman and her video. There's not evidence here. Like Mm -hmm. her, her beliefs influence her science and medicine, no matter what, you can't convince me that that kind of outrageous unfounded belief because it's not even just a basic religious belief it's not like i believe that jesus was crucified and then came back to life but i also believe in science like that's that's one thing that you have to like work through as a christian who is also an academic that's your own thing this is not that you know her beliefs are extreme (laughs) and don't make any sense and so he like made some statement and i really liked what he said he was talking about like he's very educated in research so He was saying, like, you know, the kinds of clinical trials that need to happen to prove a medicine effective have not happened for this drug in terms of coronavirus. They have happened with this drug for other viruses. Right. And so if we could start having some of those studies done for coronavirus, I think that would be great. But, like, we should be doing that. 
if there's like you know and so this woman commented and was like I forget her original comment but he responded to her and he was very polite like it's very easy I think in these (laughs) I don't understand okay let me explain something normally when I lose connection or like it disconnects it just goes silent and one or the other of us will just be kicked off this right beeped showed me a thing and said you're done recording that's all it said and i was like literally what anyway okay i'm gonna gonna finish my story um yeah then we'll talk about the other story (laughs) um so he responded with something polite to this comment Mm -hmm. and the response back from this woman was from your posts i can tell you're very liberal and that you don't support Trump. And you should use, you should make Google your friend because there, it's amazing what you can learn on there. And immediately, like, I wanted to respond to her, but I would have fought with her. I would have been like, first of all, in this in the most kind way possible, this man is not liberal. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He's yeah. not. He is not. He's not. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Yep. Yep. No, he does not support Trump because he thinks he's a sociopath, I assume, like most other educated people think. This is not yes. like there are plenty of conservatives who do not support Trump. And I was just like, first no. of all, second, this man has a master's degree. And if you can't tell by the way that he writes and speaks, that he under not only does research, but like understands research. Like just why like why? 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 When you're faced with facts, why is the first thing that you want to say, like, obviously you're just liberal and you just don't know how to use Google? That's the problem. That's the problem that I'm having with the big majority of people on the internet who just, like, don't – they don't want to hear it. (laughs) I'm going to be silent for a while and then I'm going to be a dick for about a minute on Facebook and then I'm just going to throw it out in the ether and go about my day. (laughs) And I don't want to know any facts. Yeah, it, it's always <laughs> I always go back to the gif from Community from the <laughs> Darkest Timeline <laughs> where Troy goes out and gets the pizza and like the apartment's on fire <laughs> and like people are bleeding <laughs> and he comes back and just is holding a pizza. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That, that's what Facebook is to me. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. like for me, it's like I'll check. I maybe check in the morning and do some posts for the restaurants, and then I'll come back at night and I'll be like, "What the fuck happened? I was gone for twelve hours." Literally, <laughs> literally. How did this happen? How did this happen? It bl- it just blows me away. It just blows me away. I know. <laughs> and because I'm not like I do not have Facebook on my phone because I would get inundated with fucking comments and shit yep. all the time it's yep. like i don't you're not there you're not gonna be on my phone because i don't want it there. yep <laughs> it's dangerous it is dangerous yes oh so you text you sent me a snapchat last night oh yeah and and you're like hey remind me to talk about the music box oh yeah I forgot. And I just I just sent the eyes emoji. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna preface this to be like, okay, it's either a ghost music box 
or you found it somewhere in Tyler's mom's house or it started playing randomly and no one touched it or something's going to go on because the full moon is this week and I'm already on edge. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Um, so I told you guys before, like, I keep feeling like my grandmother is like reaching out to me. And one of the main things that I took away from my um, reading was basically stop pretending that it's not me. Like, let me hang out in your life and like stop pretending that it's not me. <laughs> let like, me love you. Stop <laughs> that, like that can't be a thing. And just appreciate it like take it take it just take it and I was like okay 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 so all of this weird stuff happened and like you know my in real time like realization on the episode that we recorded all of that stuff happened and then you know my reading and the meat pie and like all that was super significant and it's just been a lot of that stuff over and over again okay so Mm -hmm. we we get here um and I guess yesterday it was either yesterday or the day before I had noticed. So Tyler's mom has a lot of like collectibles that are like porcelain. Mm-hmm. And he was showing me something in her collection. I was like, oh, that's so pretty. I said, my grandmother used to collect clowns. And oh, no. <laughs> Gina said to me, oh, I used to collect clowns when I was growing up, but I don't really have any of them left. And um I said but you know my favorite thing that my grandmother ever had it's so random it was a hobo music box and it was just like a hobo sitting on a crate and if you wound it he would mm-hmm. his foot would tap and it would play music and Tyler was like that's bizarre I've like never heard of anything like that before and I was right. like yeah I just I have never seen it again I've never seen it anywhere like the other thing that really is nostalgic to me that reminds me of my grandmother are those like those uh porcelain or like ceramic um christmas trees with the bulbs the light bulbs oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they were and... super popular and then they like really were not popular and in the last couple of years they're kind of coming back my mom has one of those yeah my grandmother had one it was like super important to me i and the lights are kind of interchangeable because yeah, yes because they're like glass but yes. you can like keep Screw them, them and out yeah make... yeah i know what you're talking about so um tyler got me a mini one like last year and that's in my room and like you know it's super cute but other than that like and now they're popular so like we're seeing them but i don't you know i've never really seen we don't have any of my grandmother's like stuff left like she lost a lot of her stuff like while she was still alive in like between moving from massachusetts to maryland and you know it was a whole thing we just don't really have any of her keepsakes you know, I have a couple pieces of jewelry that she gave me. Like, we have some jewelry. But other than that, like, nothing that I go, oh, this was in her house. Or I remember this growing up or whatever. Um, so I was, like, mentioning this music box, which I haven't thought about in years. But, you know, she's been on my mind more than normal lately. And it just occurred to me yesterday. And I was like, I just loved that thing. And it's kind of creepy looking and a little sad, but I just loved it. So mm-hmm. then I forgot about it. I totally forgot that we had talked about it. And then, you know, um, so... Tyler's mom's best friend lives down the street from her and they have also been in quarantine and are COVID free. And so we went to their house and they have an in-ground pool and I can't swim still because of my surgery, but Bella has been swimming Mm. for the last two days, like just having a blast. And so we were all there, we had dinner and then we were getting ready to leave. And um, her husband said, Oh, I want to show you this fan. It's like an antique fan that I had restored. It's beautiful. And so like Tyler and I walk in, we go look at it. It's incredible. It's like Mm -hmm. super retro, 
Um, and he also has like a retro rotary phone, like actually hooked up. And it, like he's a collector, which so is Tyler. So they were talking about it. And then we, we were getting ready to leave and we're walking out of the house. And I was like walking through the dining room and I look over to my right and there's this glass case full of stuff. And I like look at it and I almost just started crying immediately. And I was like, who collects the hobos? Hmm. And um, Connie, it was her house. She goes, oh, those were my dad's. And I like walk over to the case and sitting in the case is the same exact music box that my grandmother had with like the hobo sitting on and she goes yeah if you wind them up i said yeah they're music boxes and she was like yeah and i just was like it was so bizarre and i said bella was with me and she goes your grandma had that and i was like yeah and she goes that's cool i said yeah it's kind of weird i said go get tyler so she goes and tells (laughs) tyler she's like mom wants to show you something so he comes out and i said you remember that music box i told you about earlier he was like yeah i said it's that and he was like, what? I've never noticed this before. I've never noticed this before in my life. That's amazing. And I was like, okay. So then I looked it up this on is... eBay, and I think I'm going to order one because I found one for like 80 bucks. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it just like just shook that's me. It. Yeah, that's your grandmother being like, um, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? the heck i've never ever 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 seen one in my life anyone else ever have one never seen one in like an antique store. just never seen one before yeah i don't know that's it was cool that's amazing it was cool so that's really cool i don't know i feel like <laughs> the more that i'm like willing to accept that too the more that i'm noticing it which is neat mm-hmm. i don't know I like it. It was, but it really like the initial reaction. My heart just like dropped to my feet. I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, 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 yep." Mm-hmm. Right there, like yeah. at my eye level, I was like, "You gotta be shitting me!" <laughs> you just gotta be shitting me. <laughs> <Motherfucker>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were over this. I get no, the I, signals, Grandma. I get I love it. it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'll take it. That's so that's that's great, though. Yeah, that yep. is so so awesome. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this has been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good stuff, mm. huh? Yeah, it's great. I mean, getting ready for my my weekend of fun <laughs> oh boy mm-hmm. first of the month yeah. full moon yeah. is on monday yes this, this weekend's gonna be nuts and then it's and then that's still happening god fucking yep. idiots <laughs> yep oh man it's stressful and i don't know like people say you know the full moon when you're in the restaurant business or if you work in the in the emergency room like it's just it's chaos it's true yep it's true if you've never experienced that firsthand i promise you it's true mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's yeah that's the chaos of my life that's why i have it tattooed on my body <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's the two things i cannot control my family sigil and the moon cycle and they rotate around yep. each other <laughs> 
that's appropriate. That's that's why I live in chaos. I live in chaos. <laughs> that's this is this is my life. It's it's great. It's so good. I'm coming to understand about myself that I prefer a level of chaos, but then there's like a line where yeah. after that is like not not functional. Yeah, I I always have that moment in the restaurant where I'm just like things are going really well today. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I think that? Oh no. <laughs> Fuck. I was I was explaining um, this to somebody. I said you can really prep everything and have everything ready and it goes really well. And then all of a sudden a glass breaks in the ice (laughs) in your ice. Well, (laughs) and you're like, damn it. (laughs) 100% true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Well, Mm -hmm. I I think this is a good ending point, especially because I'm going back to work. Good luck at work. Stay safe. I'm always staying safe, trying to wear my <laughs> wear my mask all the fucking time. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand behind my bar and judge people on what they order, like I always do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I I will tell you, um, because I mentioned on Saturday how busy it was, and for some reason it was like all cocktails. <laughs> like we had an we had an eight top drink like. 30 drinks Holy <laughs> yeah and like i think at about eight o'clock like i'm just getting weeded at service bar I'm, I'm i'm running out of orange juice and sour mix and lemon juice and lime juice and and all my syrups and everything i'm like and i look over and i'm just like god damn it we're a fine dining restaurant well one of you fucks sell a bottle of wine <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was just great. I love it. <laughs> but it, but that's like in the moment, like where I'm just like, like two hours later, I'm like having guys. I'm like, how was you guys' night? Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, no. you guys good? Yeah, we cool. talk about this a lot. Like I, I got a little heated like, there. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I always compare like baristaing to bartending when we talk about this stuff. I can sling drinks for seven hours or eight hours or nine hours without a problem right so can i if If. i have a good bar back if if like i do not need i do not need help in terms of like making the drinks Mm -hmm. but i do need milk ice beans like keep me stocked just keep me stocked i will do i will be a robot happily yeah but i tell you the one time where i will get frustrated or agitated is if like i have no milk i have no ice now yeah. everything is stacking up don't do that yeah. don't do that to me please 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 don't do that to me yeah yeah just re- keep refilling my ice well keep my juices stocked um and that's it that's it make sure i have what i need that, that's that's it like ch- keep changing my sink water every two hours or or as needed yep. and then and then stock beer like that's it that's all i need in the bar back <laughs> yeah I'll give you 20 bucks mid shift to, to restock everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Please, that's all I need. Please. <laughs> please. That's, and that's it. And that's, that's when I get the most weeded is when I'm, it's like, I just made, I just made 15 margaritas. I should probably re restock my sour mix. Oh, there's another 
10 drinks on the, on the dupe. Uh, I got to make these first. And then I run in the back, stock the sour mix again. Cause yep. everything I do is fresh. Right. So like, so like I only batch out so much sour mix because we probably go through it in like two days right. <laughs> per batch. And the same thing with like orange juice. Like I, I squeezed a case of oranges yesterday. <laughs> I mean, that's happened now that we're selling more crushes and things and margaritas and things like that, especially to go. Like everyone's like, oh, we'll take like four orange crushes to go. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I want it, I want a citrus juicer, like a bar one, because I love them. But second, on Tyler's meeting this week, somebody was talking about like an orange crush because they had, I guess, come to the beach and had never had one before. And somebody else oh, was like, my Oh my god. Oh, what's in that? And I can hear him, like I can hear his meeting, but he's on mute. And I'm like, uh, orange juice, vodka, triple sex, bright, duh fresh orange juice yeah. and the girl was like i think it's like and she nailed it but i was like it's foreign to me that this is because i'm from here like it, right it's not an everywhere thing you know but i'm just from here so i know and it's like the thing now it's the thing oh you gotta get a crush mm-hmm. you gotta get a crush you gotta get a crush i'm like okay i guess yeah it's a lot of oranges i mean yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of oranges. It's a lot of grapefruits. I mean, I went um, to Harborside, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm doing blood orange crushes now, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Grapefruit's um, my favorite. Yeah, grapefruit's great. Um, I like the lemon crush. That's always a good one for me. All right, so now when but, we when we're done here, I'm gonna go order a juicer. Um, see, I have I have one of those industrial juicers. That's what I want. So, well, you have an yeah, electric it, one or a hand. Like no, if, if if it if it if I had a hand one, I'd probably murder someone yeah. every three days. So I <laughs> I also did a week at Boogs on the boardwalk during Hot Rod Week at the Lemonade oh, Stand. Oh yeah, pretty much by myself. Where at mm-hmm. the end of it, uh, the the manager was like, "Um, do you want like a job?" And I was like, "Well, like I have a job. Right. If you're gonna pay <laughs> me what you paid me to work this week, yes. If you can't, no." No, but I'm but I like I'm fast at it because I've been baristaing for 20 years. Like, but I'm telling you, I I've been saying that for like years. I need to get one of those juicers. But when I worked at Pablo's, they had like the big mama, like the industrial juicer. Like you can put anything in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Ugh. like they have it nectar. I have you ever been to nectar in Lewis? I have. I can't remember if it's the same juicer. It's like gigantic and stainless steel, and has like a big pipe out the back. Yep. Yeah, and it shoots all the oh, pulp just, and everything I out. Just love it. Yeah, I want one. That's that's. Listen, um, mine yeah. is mine is more cut and just like pressed down, but it's it's that thing cranks. Oh my gosh, it's incredible what <laughs> yeah. you can do. I'm and I almost always at least cut my or don't cut, but like you jam your finger in it once in a while. Oh, yeah. You're just, not, yeah, you're you work at a if you're not paying. Yeah. I mean, in the last two months, or in the last month, I've cut my, I've cut my knuckle and part of my pinky off with a fruit slicer. <laughs> Listen, man, because I'm making fresh twists to order, and like, <laughs> the hazard. You gotta, you gotta be. Yeah, it is a hazard, and then you, you're like, well, I was 19 for 20 of not cutting my hand tonight, so I'll take that as a win. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, so now, now at the end of this episode, I've decided I don't only need 
an espresso machine. I also need yeah. a juicer and an industrial juicer. I just need to. I just need to open like a shop, a restaurant. No, I don't want to <laughs> serve food. I just want to do coffee and tea and juice. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. alcohol, mm-hmm. depending on where I am and when this is. Right. Maybe down the road, <laughs> alcohol, because that's a headache. Oh my god, alcohol's the worst. Like Delaware, Delaware law is like for restaurants. It's like you gotta have sixty percent food, forty percent alcohol, which we crush that by like by a huge percentage. But like, if there's other like you can get a tavern license, which is like one of the hardest licenses to get in Delaware, where it's just like beverages and no food. You don't have to serve food at all. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like that it's called a tavern license. Yeah. Oh, man. Who knows? Uh, Who knows what's next? 2020 is chaos. 2020 is chaos. It's going to be... It, <laughs> I'm here for the ride because I'm, I'm the chaos wizard. <laughs> I know. Buckle up. Let's, let's do it. Let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been good. It has been good. And it's a long one. We get a long one in. <laughs> I know. Finally. Yes. We tried last week, but, you know. I know. Technology disasters. Yes. <laughs> All the disasters keep happening. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We've come this far. Yes, we have. All right. I'm going to go to work. You have oh, another wonderful day in Long Island. I'm going to do my best. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.